Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the podcast pitting ancient Rome against Fabella. Today is May 21st, equal to Gemini 1st. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. 18 AD is the year in which, after flooding of the Yellow River, farmers are forced to rebel. Emperor Wang Mang reacts to sending an army, some 100,000 men, against the agrarian rebels. The rebel leaders concerned that during battle, it would become impossible to tell friend from foe, order that their men color their eyebrows red. And this is where the name Chimel, the Red Eyebrows, comes from. Meanwhile, Rome went to war with a magical world. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Gemini 1st, 4018, FY, Fabella year, equal to May 21st, 1880, Earth year. It's the age of marvels in Fabella, when the Olympian sorcerers reign supreme and people are able to freely travel between Earth and Fabella during a period when Rome rules Western Europe. The presence of fauns, centaurs, and elves in cities has left Romans in a foul mood. They don't like these alien visitors from another world at all. Anti-Fabellan sentiment is growing. When the Olympians refuse to act on the matter, Roman Emperor Tiberius declares war on Fabella's most powerful nation, the Republic of Fantasia. Once allies, the two sites Olympians call home are at war with each other. Fantasia and Rome start what becomes known as the Clash of Empires. It is the bloodiest conflict between Earth and Fabella in history. Roman forces seek to seize control of Fabella's largest city of Olympia. On Gemini 1st, they launch a massive offensive. The Fantasian army has been absolutely decimated after losing the last several battles. They are defending Olympia with less than half the forces promised to them by their Senate. Troops are hungry, dirty, and ready to throw in the towel. To have the full force of Rome bearing down upon them is nothing short of terrifying. The Romans are right on the doorstep of Olympia. Tasked with defending the city is one of Fantasia's most distinguished military leaders, 40-year-old Minotaur General Sorgas Gavertas. 
the seasoned commander has been called out of retirement to save Olympia. This was a minotaur who was very popular with the troops. He was said to be unflappable, calm in a crisis, stubborn, a legendary, renowned figure who will refuse defeat. With thousands of Romans mere days from launching an attack, General Gavertus has no time to fortify the city. Olympia could be flattened. This is an existential threat for Fantasia and for Fabella. But then, the general hears an encouraging piece of news. Fantasian intelligence learns that the Romans, in their rush to get to Olympia, have overextended themselves. Their forces have been stretched thin along the ocean shore, 30 miles from Olympia, delaying the onslaught. A lot. Gavertus realizes that he has a brief window of time to launch a decisive counterattack, but for the offensive to succeed, he must send 5,000 troops to meet the Roman forces on the field of battle. His plan is to attack the Romans while they are weakened and disorganized. But getting Fantasian troops to where the Romans are camped is easier said than done. Marching thousands of troops on foot to the shore will take at least two days, and there aren't enough horses or flying mounts in all of Fantasia to get the soldiers there faster. But even the slightest delay will give the Romans the time they need to resupply their men. Time is of the essence. The deck is stacked against them. He has no way of getting to them on the front line in time. Or so he thought. Gavertus hits upon an ingenious idea. He consults the wizard Olympian Hades to help him drive back the Roman forces with a little magic trick. Zeus has decreed that only Olympians be allowed to use magic. Hades has been assigned to stand guard over Fabella, or the Underworld, as it was often referred to because Fabella was created after Earth. No Olympian is permitted to take the field of battle against the Romans. But Gavertus' plan does not call for Hades to raise his magic staff against the Romans. Hades travels with Gavertus and a small unit of 500 troops to the shoreline on a mounted cavalry. There, Hades sets about transfiguring rocks and logs to look like Fantasian soldiers. Inanimate objects transfigured to resemble a living object are still inanimate. The finished, transfigured pieces just stand there frozen like mannequins. When the Romans awake the next morning, they see a legion of Fantasian soldiers, thousands of troops strong, assembled for battle. They're too far away to realize that most of these troops are not moving and just there for show. Gavertus and Hades' ploy does the trick, and the Romans return home to Earth, convinced that Fantasia fields too strong of an army for them to conquer. They probably would have returned had Zeus not shut travel between Earth and Fabella permanently two weeks later. On Zeus's order, all references to Fabella's existence on Earth were destroyed and burned. All that remained of this incident in Rome was the story of a hundred thousand soldiers told by their elders, too fantastic to be true. That's going to do it for us today. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed.
rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audio blocks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.